I walk. I walk a lot these days, no matter the weather. I walk to get fresh air in my lungs and to get my brain engaged again. I also walk to think about my life and what has happened these last few years. I do my walking at the Chicago Botanic Gardens, a sprawling 385-acre complex that changes its appearance not only with the seasons, but daily as I see the landscapes differently depending on my mood. I arrive, throw in my ear pods, and begin my walk around the outskirts of the garden. My listening choices vary. Sometimes if it is a beautiful sunny day, I want music that matches the weather, upbeat and fun. My pace quickens on those days and all of my senses react in a positive way. Then there are days when I listen to the Sarah playlist I created. That's for when sadness rides in on a wave of grief, overwhelming my emotions for that day. My pace becomes slower as I listen to the music and grief feels like a physical weight on me as I walk. There could be incredible natural beauty all around, but I don't see it at all. I am dead to the scenery. I just keep walking. Sarah was my wife of 13 years. After a 21-month battle with stage 4 uterine cancer, she passed away in July of 2021. I was there in her hospital room, holding her hand. She was slowly departing this world with long, deep, slow breaths and the gaps between them that seemed to last forever. At 12.29 a.m. Eastern Time on July 8th, Sarah took her last breath and was gone. For the previous four days, as her hospital room transformed into a hospice room, her medication levels were increased to make Sarah more comfortable, but this also caused her interaction with us to stop. Looking back, I wish I had fully understood that this was going to happen because it felt like I didn't get to properly say goodbye to her while she had some semblance of understanding and awareness. Maybe the doctors told me, but I just didn't comprehend it at the time. Yet another thing to add to my list of regrets. In the days after Sarah passed away, questions began to flood my mind. Did she know I was there as her body stopped working? Could she hear me say it was okay, you don't have to fight cancer anymore? That I would make sure her mom would be all right and that I would be okay? For me, after Sarah's passing, the grief has been at times unexpected, heavy, confusing, and lonely. It darts in and out of my subconsciousness and I have no control over it. After a few months, I decided to join a therapy group focused on grief in an effort to find a way to cope with the spectrum of feelings that now had become part of my daily life. I thought hearing others speak about their journey through grief would help me with the growing list of questions I had. Questions like, was there a time limit to grieving? Am I doing it wrong? Will I ever feel normal again? Is there hope? And how do I enter back into my daily life? The weekly sessions were actually helpful, and as I told the members of my group, I never wanted to meet any of you in this way, but I am sure as hell glad I did. Speaking about my grief felt easier around others who were experiencing it themselves in the moment. It was comforting, and I was finally beginning to unpack and comprehend my grief in a new light. But the questions kept coming, and walking extra laps around the botanic garden was not giving me answers. 
I wanted to try to understand more about this complicated stage in life because we'll all be in it at one time or another. So here we are, this podcast. If you've experienced loss and grief and are listening right now, you may have some of the same questions that I do. Maybe you too are looking for ways to cope or just trying to understand how grief works. In each episode, I'll speak with someone about grief and their personal journey or engage with a professional who has studied grief and may be able to give us some answers. I'm Larry Holm, and I hope you'll join me for What About Grief? Grief.